as I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing so to Calvary, to the crimson floor. Many arrows pierce my soul from without within, but my Lord leads me on through Him I must win. Oh, I want to see Him look upon His face, there to see Him forever, of His saving grace. On the street of glory, let me leave my voice. Cause he'll pass home at last, ever to rejoice. When in service for my Lord, that may be the night. But I'll cling more close to him, he will give me light. Silence may fix my soul, turn my thoughts aside. But my Lord goes ahead, leads what I be tired. Oh, I want to see him and look upon his face. They are to see him forever, of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lead my voice. Cares of past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When in valleys, low I look toward the mountain height. And behold, my Savior there. Leading in the fight With a tender hand outstretched Toward the valley low Guiding me I can see As I onward go Oh, I want to see Look upon his face Fear to sing forever of His saving grace on the streets of glory. Let me lift my voice, cause of past, oh my last, ever to rejoice. When before me billows rise. From the mighty deep, then my Lord directs my back, He does safely keep. Oh, and He leads me gently on through this world below. He's a real friend to me. Oh, I love Him so. Oh, I want to see him and look upon his face. Fair to see him forever, oh, of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let 
me lead my voice Cares of past whom at last ever to rejoice Oh, I went to see him look upon his face there to sing forever on the streets of glory me lift my voice kills the past whom at last ever to rejoice Amen, Amen. They come from the Eastern West They come from the lands of hell To feast with the king To dine as his guest How blessed these pilgrims are Beholding his hallowed face a glory with light divine Blessed partakers of His grace Has gems in His crown to shine Since Jesus has set me free I'm happy as heart can be no longer I bear the burden of care His yoke is so sweet to me My soul was as black as night But darkness as thick and flight Now I shout the Jesus has set me free I look on the great white throne Before it the ransom stand No longer a tears, no sorrow is known No death in the good Leland, my Savior has gone before, preparing the way for me. Soon we'll meet to part no more through time or eternity. Since Jesus has set me free I'm happy as hard can be No longer I bear the burden of care His yoke is so sweet to me My soul is as black it's night, but darkness has taken flight. 
out the victory for Jesus has set me free the gates of that holy place stand open by night and day oh look to the Lord who giveth more grace whose lovers prepare the way and home in those mansions fair his hand has reserved for all for the way in fees prepare obey the gracious call since Jesus has set me free I'm happy as heart can be no longer I bear the burden of care his yoke is so sweet to me my soul is as black as night but darkness has taken flight now I shout the victory for Jesus has set me free oh Jesus is coming soon our trials will then be over what if our Lord this moment should come for those who are free from sin then would he bring you joy oh sorrow and deep despair when our Lord in glory comes we'll meet him up in the air since Jesus has set me free I'm happy as hard can be no longer I bear the burden of care his yoke is so sweet to me my soul was as black as night by darkness as dark and flood now I shout the victory for Jesus has set me free Amen let us sing another song 23 my faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine, 
Now hear me while I pray. Take all my sin away. Oh, let me from this day be holy. Thy rich grace impart strength to my fainting heart. My zeal is as thou hast died for me. Oh, may my love to thee. Let's be a living fire. While life's dark maze I tread, and grief surround me, spread. Be thou my guide. Be darkness turn today wipe sorrows just away no let me ever stray from the outside amen let us pray amen I can save it Loving, kind, heavenly Father. We worship you this morning. We give you glory and honor. Thou, the mighty conqueror. The great deliverer and redeemer. The great emancipator. We thank you, Lord, for you have redeemed us. Although physically we are still here on earth, putting on these pest houses, but we know that we are represented in heaven. And we know we have a home in yeah. glory land. That when this pilgrimage journey is ended, we have a home where we shall be welcomed. What a blessed thought and what a blessed hope. Give you glory and honor for redeeming us, Lord, and saving us, Lord, and sealing us, Lord, and giving us blessed assurance. I pray for your children, Lord, scattered all over the land, some in this city, some in different countryside. Some are overseas from here. Lord, I pray for them. 
Let the pill of fire visit them. Be with them, Lord God. Let every hindrance be broken. For there is nothing here below that should ever hinder your children. Lord God, therefore I pray that Lord you visit them the sick that will be healed. Those that are burdened and bound in different ways. That they will be set free. Lord, minister peace and joy and prosperity to your children. Lord God, let the power of the Holy Spirit Anoint them with joy. Let them feel your presence this morning. Let them completely pull out of this world spiritually. And Lord God, be feel themselves at home. In the glory line. For your word tells us how we are seated with Christ Jesus. In heavenly place. Father, minister your word. We thank you for this form of technology. Where we can fellowship. Through the fourth dimension, reaching your people in their homes and fellowshipping together in the spirit. Grant thy grace, Lord, that you speak your word through the vessel that is standing here. And Lord, may you help and inspire my translator. Bless the media team that is here. Lord, they have never rested. But they are ever thinking what to do and struggling to do something to, te- to reach the voice to your people. Even sermons that we had some time back in church taking it back to them that we may reflect on it and remember what you say to us and apply what we have not applied. Help us, Father, this morning and bless your children. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let us go straight to the word. We are continuing with the subject that we had last Sunday on wax of the body. We said 
this is the body of Jesus Christ we are talking about. And it has the works. Only it compared with our natural bodies. That your body, one, one we saw that your body is the same material with your head. Because that's why Jesus Christ is called the head of the body, the head of the church. We saw that. All before we uh, we remind ourselves, let us read, read the scriptures so, so that, so that you can sit and settle. Isaiah 9 6. And then we shall read also of uh, we shall read the book of John. The gospel of John. Fourteen verse twelve. Uh, Isaiah 9 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah Sulemendo in your Kaga, Kuango Mana at Zari Duffe, Omano Oberenzi, Awere Duffe, Nok Fuga, Kunabanga Kuchibegabegache, Nerinale, Liri Tibuanti, Wachitaro, Atesa Ebigambo, Katondo Amani, Chitafa Taguao, Omukuru, Oemi Rembe. You see, your body begins at the shoulders. Olaba, Omubiri Gogutan Dikirawano, Kubibegabiga. So if the government will be upon his shoulders, Katrobu Fuzi Bubanga, Buganda Beda Kubibegabi, it means the government being uh, on the body. Chitigas and Yobu Fuzi. And uh, the body is the strongest part. The shoulders is the strongest part of the body. Uh, in this, it means the strongest part of Jesus on earth is the church. His earthly strength is in the church. Verse 7 continues to say of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Okfuga kwe nemirembe tebirikoma kwe yongeranga kuntebe ya Daudi nekubwa kabakabwe okubunyweza nokubuwanirira no no musango no butukirivu okuva lero nemirembe nemirembe jo John 14:12 Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Verse 
And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Nabuli chemuna sabanga mulinyaliange echo nachukolanga chitange agulumizibwenga mumwana. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Now we are talking about the body. And uh, the, we, when we saw. Uh, that uh, the body and the head has to be the same material. As Adam and Eve had to be same material. The reason why God did not pick another handful of dust to create Eve. But separated from the very body of Adam was that Eve shall should be same, same, same material. And that was a type of Jesus Christ and the church. We know the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the second Adam. If he is the second Adam, that means also he had to, in him has to come out and Eve has to come out a church has to come out a bride and the way the bride existed in the first uh, time for Adam that she was subtracted from from him also this bride has to be subtracted from him from Jesus so that she's the same material when Adam when Eve was presented to Adam Oh, Adam liked her. And he said these words. This is bone of my bone. This is flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called woman. Because she came out from a man. You see, Adam was asleep when that when all that happened. But he, because he was a prophet, he could see all that took place while he was asleep. So he said she came out from the man. And this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So Jesus Christ also 
When she comes to take his bride, he must look at her, looking exactly like him. And he will say, This is word of my word. This is thought of my thought. This is doctrine of my doctrine. This is character of my character. This is spirit of my spirit. This came from me. Praise God. And now when you look at the denominations of our day, that cannot be said. Jesus cannot say that. That they are born of his bone, flesh of his flesh. Character of his character. Doctrine of his doctrine. He cannot. The things that are Contrary. From what he gave us here. They have a character that is different from what he, he is. And they have a different spirit. And a different mind. So that's why. He had to send a prophet in these last days. Fulfilling the promise of God that he passed in Malachi 4 chapter 5. Chapter 4 verse 5. That before the great and dreadful day come. I will send you a letter the prophet. And he will turn the hearts of the father to the children. And the hearts of the children to the fathers. And that means restoration of the original faith. And then he continues to say, Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So we have seen. Body, the head and the body has to be some material. So we saw that God had to send a faithful prophet that will be faithful to his will his instructions that he plants only the word of God in his purity. Without any hybrid of it. Without any mixture of any other thing. Pure, pure, pure word. Amen. Amen. No hybrid. No creed. No dogma. But the word of God. As it came through the lips of his holy prophets. And the lips of his holy apostles. It had to be restored. Before Jesus comes. And he had to entrust that responsibility. With the prophet. That's the greatest revelation 
in this age. For an individual to know that God sent us a prophet. As he said it in Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. You see, the Bible from Genesis to Revelation was written by the Jews. It was written by the children of Israel. Because they are the original branch and they walked with God originally. Originally. They are the ones who have walked with God at the beginning, at first. And God used them to write the Bible. By direct prophecies and by their by God by God is by God's dealings with them. The works, the the acts, and the last book was written by John, the Revelator. All of them choose. There is no gentle who wrote a line in this Bible. No Roman, no Greek. No one else. And when the Bible came to the gentile region. It came pure. But in the Gentile world, the doctrine got distorted. The Bible remained Bible. But what they got out of the Bible as a faith to follow. It's a hybrid. It's hybrid between paganism and Christianity. That's why you find them believing a trinity. They believe God is one in three persons. All three persons unite and form one God. You don't find the word trinity in the entire Bible. It's not there. We believe God is one in three offices. All he manifests himself in three 
dispensation manifestations. He's God above us. God with us. And God in us. When he led the children of Israel or throughout that age that was God above us. When he was born among us as Emmanuel and in God with us that was God with us. From being above us and now he's with us. He shall be called Emmanuel being interpreted God with us. But again when he was with us he promised I'll be in you. And then when does he come and be God in us? It is at the baptism when we are baptized with the Holy Ghost. From the day of Pentecost, he came in man. So he is the Father and he's the son and he's the Holy Spirit. The Father is God above us. The Son is God with us. And the Holy Ghost is God in us. One God but in three manifestations three phases or call it but when the Gentile, because they were found worshippers of idols, they worshipped many gods, Prulo in Prulo, so when they saw God of, oh, the God of the Bible and they saw their titles in there in the Bible of Father, Son, Holy Spirit so they, it was like a, a step for them to bring their many gods on board closed with different names. That's why you see them, even prayer, they changed it. The Bible way of praying is in the name of Jesus Christ. And it is Jesus who told it to us. Told us whatever you ask the Father in my name. That I will do. So, and another scripture says, there is only one mediator between God and man. That is the man Jesus Christ. And Colossians 3.17 says, whatever you shall do in word or do all in the name of Jesus Christ. But the Gentiles could not 
their minds could not grasp. Could not agree with one name. So they looked for titles. So they started praying in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Some of them prayed crossing themselves. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Others just pray like that. Recently, I attended a, a certain uh, meeting of Pentecostal pastors. Somehow, the host knew me. And she invited me. She's a pastor. She's a woman pastor. She invited us to go and minister to the pastors. They have their united, uh, their, their unity, their oneness in that read, in that zone. And here was a lady who was leading the songs. Who is also a woman preacher. And she would, she often said, Everything is in order. The father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are all represent, they are all here with us. In other words, uh, when we have more, many of them here, in other words, we should uh, uh, feel secure. Because the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are all here now. But you don't see that kind of thinking in the Bible. There is no one in the Bible who called on gods except the Gentiles. The Bible says the Philistine cast David in his gods. But David answered and said, you come to me with this and this, but I come in the name of the Lord God of Israel, whom you had you see the Philistine Goliath cast David in his gods. But David said, I come to in the name of the Lord God of one God. The Gentiles mentioning of, of gods. David is talking of God. And also we see that uh, with uh, Elijah and the prophet uh, and You see, when the prophets of Baal could not bring down fire, when they failed, and Elijah called fire. He said, all these men who have troubled Israel for all this long, having, God having showed or shown 
who he is proved himself that they are wrong and this uh, they are wrong and I'm right they must die because the Bible says a, Bible a sorcerer should not be allowed to live. That's what God Moses, well, that's what Moses told them. So these are sorcerers. They must die. He told his men surround them. Let no one escape. I can imagine they are putting on collars. I can imagine they are putting on guns. Those garments, and maybe with 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 those uh, um, those uh, those crowns on the head. But it said no one should escape. They surrounded them. They sent them down the river creek, and they. He beheaded them. He cut off their heads one by one. And the news reached Jezebel. Oh, your prophets. Having failed, oh my God. Having failed to prove Baal power. Elijah has beheaded And then the Bible says Jezebel saw by her God. He said, let the gods do me so. If by Tonight, by the evening, the head of Elijah will still be on him. You see, she's swearing by gods. So those are the, the instances, the instances where we see a person uh, mentioning gods. Making a pluralism, a plural of God in God. But the children of Israel, they worshiped one God. That is actually even the first commandment. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 35. It says, Hear ye Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord. So, that's one of the examples of how the Gentiles they hybrid, they distorted the faith of uh, the Bible. And then God said before the great and dreadful day come he will send Elijah and he will restore so that the original faith of the apostles and prophets as the Bible says we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets can be restored and after it has been restored as it was in the beginning, the faith 
goes back to Israel. Because the Bible says Israel shall be saved as a nation. And it will be born in one day. So that's where we stand, that's where we are. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. Now, uh, this Prophet Messenger, after restoring the faith, I mean, in the restoration of the faith, he said he was so careful. Uh, he was so careful about the seed that he sowed for the body. Meaning, the preach the word, the doctrine, the teaching that he had to plant was going to yield into body. The body of Jesus Christ. That he will come and be head over. And he had to be, make sure that what he's planting is pure word. Because Jesus is the head. And he is the word. So his church also, which is his body, had to be the word. No hybrid. No mix. But pure word. Praise God. Now we also saw that the body operates by the church, by, by, by the head. So that's how the church must operate by the instructions of the head. Amen. Amina. We saw that. We also saw that the body uh, has works that can only be done by the body. So we saw that uh, the seed of a person is in his body. And then we saw that also the seed of Jesus is in his church. No angels can pass a seed of God to anyone. In other words, no angel can give you eternal life. No angel can preach to you the gospel. Until you get eternal life. Angels don't have that power. No angel. Can bring to you the gospel. And preaches to you. That you get eternal life. And you become a son of God. No way. But the children of God. 
the members of the body of Christ. They are the ones who have that ability, that potential. To preach to you the gospel that you get eternal life. With so many examples. We saw how the angel told Philip to go and join the chariot of the eunuch. That is Acts chapter 8. And the angel could not go and minister eternal life to the eunuch. But he could send Philip to carry to take eternal life to the eunuch. We also saw in, in, in chapter 10 of Acts. We saw Cornelius when he needed salvation. Cornelio. And his prayers and givings and fastings touched God. That God wanted him to have eternal life. He said, he sent the angels where Peter was so that Peter could take the gospel of eternal life Cornelius. the angels could not take it. Praise God. Also, when uh, Paul made the pill of fire, made the Lord Jesus Christ on the way to Damascus, after that all, he was sent to one called, uh, uh, I've forgotten his name, he was sent to one of the disciples. Ananias, yes, Ananias. He was sent to Ananias to be prayed for, to be baptized, and to receive the Holy Ghost. He could not receive it without him getting in contact with a member of the body of Jesus Christ. Remember Jesus commissioned us and said whosoever sins you remit shall be remitted. And whatever you retain shall be retained. So we are looking at the works of the body. Now at the closing, at the end of the service, last Sunday, I'm just saying, Passing through what we saw last Sunday. We also saw this. And I'm going to read a quote. That we read. That when all hell turns loose. We all heaven turns loose also. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God raises up a standard against it. And these two forces is always showed at the junction. When he, when, he, when he used the word junction, he was preaching the message, the junction of time. 
Bwakwe sechika masanganzira ya bulirobu bako bitibwa amasanganzira gebiro. Now as we see that the time the Nimrod had brought all the confederation Ere, together. Tulabira dala mubiro Nimrod we yaleto aokukunganyizibwa wamu. And made all the people come to Babylon and come into this great co- confederation. Era naleta abantu bonno kukunganira mu Babylon bajje mukungana kuno kwa wamu. And the time of all the evil going on between women sexually and so forth era mu birebyo ngo kabane obubibugenda maso mu bakazi ne bilala byonna at the same time mukisera kyenyini god had a witness on the earth katonda yalina omujulizi kunsi enok oyogwe baita enoka you see mukiraba you stay with the thought sigana musigane chirowozecho when the enemy comes like a flood omulabe bwajanga amataba the spirit of the lord has a standard against omoyo omukama jano mutindo kuchengaanga when the prophets of balonath wabera obanabi babayali kunsi there is a showdown between them and elijah wabera wokulagani katondo omulamu wakati weli yane banabi babayali so in the time of noah norecho nemubiro bya nuwa here is babylon wanawalu babloni the kingdom of Babylon, Babylon and all evil that went on with it but let not your eyes stop there look also on the other side see Noah Noah I mean look at Enoch I mean Enoch not Noah Enoch who walked with God blameless and at the same time that evil was appearing angels appeared on earth angelic beings moved to um, into man what is he referring to here is referring in the time of Solomon Gomorrah. Evil was going on. Truth, perversion was going on in Solomon Gomorrah. But in the plains of Mamel, there was righteous Abraham. And is receiving a visitation of angels. And one of the angels was God himself. Was Elohim. Elohim. And he discussed face to face with God. And he said, he told him, I've come down to destroy that city because their wickedness have mounted up to God. And then he started pleading, Lord, Will you destroy the righteous and the unrighteous? If you find 50 people there, will you destroy? I said, I will not destroy if I find that number. I've said a big number. What about if you find this? He came up to 10, up to 5, I think. And he said, even if I find 5, I will not destroy. But they could not be found there. Not only did he talk about Sodom destruction with uh, with no with uh, with Abraham he also shared with him about the promise of the coming son 
the coming revival. Meaning, there is the enemy down there and is uh, brought frustration of evil down in Sodom and Gomorrah that those two cities are so ripe for judgment their evil fruits are ripe for judgment but also here also Abraham's fruits of faith are also ripe to bring forth revival. To bring forth life. To bring forth promised son. When the enemy comes in like a flood in Sodom and Gomorrah there is a standard also in the plains of Mamel where Abraham lives. Praise God. Here, Abraham receiving angels and he's meeting Elohim and he's eating with Elohim and he's sharing future Plans Elohim. Elohim. Amen. Amina. You see? Which one is uh, stronger? Is it evil? All the promise of life. Evil it is the promise of life. Evil is evil. In a moment, it ceases. Destroyed. Gone. But the promise of life. Up to now. The world is blessed through that. Praise God. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord has a standard. So don't look at only evil. Their their prophecies about evil that will be going on in these last days. But just don't look at that only. There is also a promise for the glory of God in the last days. The Bible says that the glory of this house will be greater at the end than at the beginning. Yes, sir. Brother Branham said, if God asked him before the foundation of the world, which age would you like to live in? Would you like to live in the time when in the in the time of Adam? Is it the time of Noah? Is it the time of of Enoch? Is it the time of Moses? 
or in the time of Jesus spoke the time of Paul which age he said I would say I would like to live in the end time he said yes it is the days of much evil but it's the days of much glory on the side of God. Because this is the age when time is blending with eternity. Time is blending with eternity. What does that mean? It means more glory of God. Upon the church. I'm talking about the true church of Jesus Christ. It is to experience glorious times than has ever been. The powers of evil are much more than it has ever been since time immemorial. There has never been a time when evil was so much on earth like today. Never. Tell me an age where men thought they have a right to choose their gender. Until they have to go to the doctors to change their form. And I when I was born, I did not, I was never given a chance to choose what I want to be. I just found myself a man. But all my choice is to be a woman. All my choice is to be a, a, a man. Tell me such a time. When a man came to that that corruption. That perversion. And they think it's a right. It's a human right. It's a human right for a man to marry a man. So we are at the peak of evil. But also. We are at the peak of God. The brother Bram said this will be the day where there is too much evil. And the power of sin very hard to fight. But also it is the age that is most supreme. With the highest power of God. So here we see. Evil. To the peak. And righteousness. To the peak. The Bible talks of the mystery of iniquity. And the mystery of goodness. You must look at the things that way. If the tears are ripe. Where is the wheat? At what stage is the wheat? 
This is harvest time. But harvest is not only for tears. It is also for wheat. When we are seeing tears ready for burning. Then we should see wheat ready. For the Ghana. So, when tears ripen, how does it look like? I mean tears. What did the Bible say it will look like? It will be like Sodom and Gomorrah. It will be the church will be formal. Lukewarm. Worldly. Denying the having a form of God. But denying the power thereof. It went said they present as Christians. And to another side, they are so worldly. Their women are putting on pants. Their men are braided hair. And they stand on the pulpit and dance. And their pastors preach only for money. That is tears. So ripe and That when you look at them on the pulpit. Wiggling and twisting. Immorally dancing. Immorally dressed. And they're doing all that in the name of the gospel. They are so worldly. And ready for burning. But to them that is Christianity. To them that is That is salvation. And the people of this world seem not to have a filter. They seem to have lost the sense of discernment. To discern between darkness and light. To discern between filthy and cleanness. They look at such and they call it gospel. Pastor's wife is painted like Jezebel. She's Dress like a halot. And to them that is okay. And to them that's a mighty ministry. And that's what they want. And that's what they go for. Until when Paul saw that with the eyes of uh, that are prophetic. He saw he he got a he he got a paper and a pen he wrote for Timothy. He said, Know this also. That in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of themselves. 
truth breakers. Fears. Incontinence. Uh, not a loving brethren. And busters. And they love things more than they love God. And they will be having a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. From such. Turn away. Amen. Amen. So that's where we are. The tears are so ripe. They clearly have the characteristics of Satan. Cain, the Bible says, was the son of the evil one. When he was young, when he was young, he could not display the characteristics of his father. But when he matured, he murdered to show he was a, a serpent seed. That is Cain. So also, the tears have come to maturity. And their harvest is the world council of churches. In the religious council that binds them together. And get prepared for burning. But also. There is a seed of God. That God sent Elijah to. I'll send Elijah the prophet. He will turn the heart of the children. There will be children in these last days. Whose hearts are restored. To the original faith. So we are saying. In this subject. We are looking at this thought. If the tears are ready for burning, they are fully ripe. All their attributes are manifest. All that God prophesied above them is manifest. Tell me what more do you want the Pentecostal church to manifest? Or the Catholic, or the Anglican. What more? They have manifested all the characteristics of their father. Their preachers divorce their wives. And remarry and continue in the pulpit. The preachers, the gospel they preach is nothing but the gospel of manipulation. That's all. They are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Dear women, the Bible says these are of the sort that take 
full silly women into captivity laden with many lusts. You may say it's Gideon that is using a, a strong language. No, let us read the Bible. Katusome, These are not my words. I think it is in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Or oh, let me begin that with the Fusema the words that have been mentioning here and there, let us just read them. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and, and thankful and holy without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of all that are good, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of goodness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with the sins, led away with the diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as James and Jambrus withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the truth. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, of, purpose, purpose faith, long-suffering, charity, Passions, persecutions, afflictions. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's theirs. This is a Pentecostal church in here. This this word that we have read in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 this is the Pentecostal movement on earth these are Pentecostals that he was talking about praise God what's what attributes, what attribute are they not manifested? What we have read here. Form of goldness. They have it. But they deny the power of the gospel. For of this salt are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with many sins. Kubanga. Laden with the sins and led away with diverse lusts. They lead women into bondage of sin. Whereas the gospel is to set them free from the lust 
of painting their faces. Oh, from the last of wearing pants and miniskirts and borrowed dresses from all that last the gospel is supposed to set them free from that. these Pentecostals they have a room for all that. In their prison, that's where they have driven, they have led all these women. Their church, don't call it a full gospel miracle center or deliverance center or whatever. Or spring of life. Call it prison. Prison for silly women. That's where you find them dressed like street women. Wiggling and twisting. With kwasa kwasas. That they are doing that for, 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 for church. For God. So I, I wish they changed their names. Call it upper prison for silly women. Because that's what the Bible is calling it. Here. So the tears, the tears are fully ripe. For burning. But the thought is when the enemy comes in like a flag, the spirit of God raises a standard. Where is the standard on the side of God? Where is the standard on the side of the wheat? Where is Abraham's group? Is it ready? Are we prepared? Are we manifesting all our attributes? Of the mystery of godliness. Now, I want us to look at some quotes here of what the church ought, should be in the last days. Having laid the foundation now, look at, let us look at the prophecy. The vision what the church will look like. Amen. Amen. This is from the message Why Christ Speak. Just as we know now, as a man asked me a few moments ago about the coming and the rapture. We know we've lived in the time out. We have lived the time out. At the time of the rapture, 
is at hand. And we are looking for a rapturing faith that can pull the church together and give it some supernatural strength. In the last days, among the wheat, among Abraham's group, we are promised there will come supernatural strength that is called that will bring rapturing faith. It will pull the body together, give it supernatural strength, and give it rapturing faith. That can change these bodies that we live in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in many places, Brother Bram said, if you, if you don't have faith even for the healing of headache, how shall you have faith? For the changing of your body. Do you know what that means? It means we shall not die. There are those who will not even die. If it finds you as dead, asleep, it's okay. But when that moment comes, there is part of the rapture group that will be still on earth alive. And those people will attain a faith just as your faith rises and get healed of cancer, TB, whatever sickness. But now their faith will raise until their bodies change. I think that is a higher degree than healing. So he said, if you are failing to have faith, even for the healing of your headache, how shall it be? For the faith of the translation of your body. In another place he said. When that moment comes. Your faith will rise. And then all of a sudden. With the faith child in you. That a sleep will go over you. And gray hair will disappear. And the stooped shoulders will straighten. Uh-huh. And the wrinkles will fall off. And you're, tra- you're chained back to a teenager, to a young person. And then that's that dynamics that will be in you will cause you to start moving at the speed of a thought. 
that you can even appear and disappear. And you want to go to Australia or to America when you're here in Africa under the spirit of a thought. You are there. I think it is Newton who discovered that there is a speed that if an object attains that speed, if two objects are moving at that speed, they can meet one another and instead of colliding they just go through one another and they don't even realize they will not be hurt. If two cars, imagine if two cars or two aeroplanes they met at that they gain that speed. They would go into one another. And their passengers. And this one continues and the other one continues. And not even a, a speck of a scratch. That was discovered by Newton. Amen. He was right. We shall gain such a speed. The molecules of our bodies. And our entire beings. That they can go at such a speed. In a higher dimension. Than this one that we are in. This is a slow dimension. And in that dimension. We could appear and disappear. We can move at the speed of a thought. And we can go through a building. That is the level where Jesus was. After his resurrection. His disciples will be locked in the house. And without opening for him. They just realize this in their midst. He has gone through the walls. Amen. That is the speed. That is the body that the bride will be will 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 gain. Praise God. And that will be called by a faith. A faith will rise in you that is called rapturing faith. Praise God. And then it will change your bodies to that level. Oh, what a moment. Now, that, and uh, it says, we are looking for a rapture in faith. They can pull the church together and give it some supernatural strength. They can change these bodies that we live in. How will that faith come? He said, when we see a God that can raise the dead off the floor, 
omufu omufu okuva wansi okuva wansi all out of the yard obo kuva mu lujja wabweeruyo Obamurimbo. And bring him back to life again. And present him before us. When we see a God. Who can take a cancerous eat a man to shadow. And raise him up to a strong healthy man. That ought to give rapturing faith to the people. In other words, the ministry shall be in such a a, a manifestation of power that the dead are being raised. That Keepers the work blindness to such a, a magnitude that the members their faith will raise to the rapture condition to body change condition rapturing faith is a result of the manifestation. The more manifestations of the supernatural happen to a man, the more his faith rises. When that light flashes from the sky and the trumpet sounds, the body of Christ will be quickly gathered together and changed in a moment and taken into the heavens. Yes, there is got to be something like that happen. There is God. Listen, I like uh, to follow the emphasis of the words. There is got to be something like that happen. In other words, before the rapture take place, there is got to be something like that And our schools of theology can never produce that. Yet they are intellectually alright. But you've got to meet that light. You've got to find that something. And here Moses blessing his great call upon the word. And it was great. Until one day he met this light. And the very word itself spoke back to him. Then he got his anointing. Praise God. That anointed what? 
he had in him echo chafka mafuta kuche alina munda muye moses had the word mushechigambo yali achirina the word was pure echigambo chali chirongo like we have received the message of the hour it is pure it's perfect but before moses made the burning bush light he could not manifest the power of God. But when he made it, his faith, his anointing was on. Meaning, the church of the living God will have to meet there will be a surge of power into the church to manifest what is in the word that they have received. Amen. Then he got his anointing. That anointed that anointed what he had in him. And on the side, the intellects that believed it, the faith that was based upon his belief in God, that separated him from his mother. And how, and now, when he strikes in the presence of this light, it anointed that that he believed. What an anointing. And he was commissioned. Praise God. What do you learn from that? The message we have, it has all those potentials. But you need to meet the supernatural that will anoint what is in you. Let us look at another quote. And I'm looking for a time of a break forth. This is from the message, the token. Of the Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. I am looking for. In other words, I'm waiting for. Of the Spirit of God. In these last days. That we are now living in. For another search of the Holy Spirit into the church. For a rapturing faith. Just before it came. Before, just before it comes. And everything is setting straight in order for that. And I believe that we are now at the end time. Sorry, sorry, let me read it again. And I believe we are now at the time that the world should have preeminence. I believe that the time to lay aside all our creeds and our thoughts. And come back to the word. 
another quote from questions and answers of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, set to this mount, and we've heard about what's been taken place. That's the ministry that we're entering into. Ah, if you have a spiritual mind, you should catch what we talking about. So we have had what is taking place. And the minister we are entering in. He's talking about the third pool. When he was thinking, what does this scripture mean? The mountain, mountain. And then the Lord came down to interpret it to him. Said, what are you looking for? He said, squirrels is said and it should be. And when he said the squirrels were created, and then now he said, "This the minister we are entering into." Amen. Amen. That ministry. Amen. Amen. And say that we are entering into. We we are way up the road now. Soon the coming of the Lord Jesus. And we've got to have rupturing faith in a church. That can be changed in a moment. In a twinkling of an eye. To go out. And we will not, uh, all we will not go. But don't worry. It will be there. It will be there. And when the power of this church rises, it will bring its brethren. The power of that church rises will bring its brethren. Then there is a great resurrection. We are looking forward to it. Now bring its brethren means. The power of the church. When it raises, when it rises to this level. That same power will affect the brethren who slept. And they will come out. And we all meet together as we meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air. Another quote. God is wanting to bless his church. Sons and daughters of God. Let me live to see it. He said, God, let me live to see it. It's my prayer. So close till I can just feel it with my hands almost. Look like it's right there. That's what I've learned to see. Waiting. Waiting for the time. When walk down the street. When I tumble, there lays a cripple. 
laying there from his mother's womb. Silver and gold are vine. Oh, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Hallelujah. When God will make himself known. When they will stop sickness. When they will stop sickness. They will stop. They will stop cancer. They will stop diseases. The Bible says there is coming a time when men will rot right in their flesh. And the boozers will eat off carcasses before they even die. Cancer, cancer is a toothache to what is coming. This message was preached in 1960. The message of And he's telling cancer is only a toothache to what is coming. I don't know whether you have seen any video of people who die of coronavirus. The pain they have. I have some on my phone. And the way they convulse and gasp for breath like they are being strangled right from the from the heart. It's terrible. But even worse things are coming. The Bible says people will beg for, for death. And death will be fleeing away from them. That's what, has, that's what is happening. But when the, that is happening, God has also standard. His sons are, are manifested upon the earth. His sons are manifested. They are adopted. They are in full authority. It's the manifestation of the sons of God. Praise God. Another quote here. God is wanting to place his church. Sons and daughters of God. Well, let me live long to see it is my prayer. This is what we have seen. Okay, let us continue. In these last days, from the message and exposition of the seven churches, in these last days, the true bride church, Christ's seed, will come to the headstone, and she will be the super church, a super race, as she nears him. Then 
playing the bride will be so much like him that they will even be in his very image. This is in order to be united with him. They will be one. They will be the very manifestation of the word of the living God. Denominations cannot produce this. This. In bracket, the wrong seed. They will produce their creeds and their dogmas. Mixed with the word. This mongrelizing brings forth a hybrid product. You see, denominations, they the wrong seat. But then, the sons and daughters of God, the bride will come to a headstone. There will be a super church. Super race. Be in his image. You see? When the enemy comes in the of Jesus, Amen. I'm about to close now. Get ready. Now, I'm giving you the prophecies. Just like it was said, the virgin shall conceive. I'm also giving you the prophecies. For the bride how she will look like. And then this brings a challenge. If the wrong seed is that ripe, ready, what about the true seed? If the prophecy for the world, how it will be, Corrupt, evil, wicked, filthy. It has reached there. We, the church, have we reached also our prophecy? Listen to this quote also. From the fourth seal, we find out that he gets killed with a with a sword too. Who the Antichrist? The sword of the word of God of the, of the word of God. Sharp two-edged sword. Slays him. Puts him right down. Wait. Lindako. Till them seven thunders utter their voices to that group that really can take the word of God and hand it there. And to that group, those that can hold the word of God and hold it strong, it will slice and cut and they can close the heavens. They can shut this. Or do that whatever they want to. Glory. There will be, there will be 
Okay. He will be slayed by the word that proceeds from his mouth. From the Lord's mouth. Is sharper than any two-edged sword. They could call for a hundred billion tons of flies if they wanted to. Amen. Amen. Whatever they say is going to happen because it's the word of God coming from the mouth of God. That's what the bride is going to be. We should be it now. Another one here. Uh, I've often wanted to come into church. I've longed to see it. I guess when I could walk in the in the back door. Front door. Wherever it was. Look across an audience. And see a perfect church. All in order. Sin, sin couldn't stay there. No. The spirit can call it out. You see? It just couldn't stay. Like Ananias and Sapphira. You just couldn't do it. There will be no sin in that, in that group. No sir. The spirit quickly speak it like that. No matter what it was. How little it, it would be done. See? Women and men sitting congregation couldn't, they couldn't, the, the, they come quickly, confess it before, before them. The Spirit got a hold of it to confess it. Both they come, tell it, because they know right then it's going to be called. That's, That's why. That's the church of the living God. How my old poor heart. How it's getting old. How I've longed to stand and see a church like that. I may, yet I hope to. Perfect works of God. Without sin. Now, that is how the church will, will the bright church will be. Because that's what it was in the beginning. Ananias and Sapphira could not hide there. Praise God. And then mighty works we are taking place. There are many people who teach that what we have today, the condition of the church is so ripe and ready to go home. Brother, in the face of these quotes, these promises, these Prophecies that we have read. Show me a church like that. A message like that. Therefore. 
No we have a step to take. Don't people go commit sin, live wicked, filthy things, and then come and sit in the church? And worship. And get, get on. Get away with it. But is that how it was in the early church? It's not supposed to be that way. And it should not be that way. But the church here that we see in the vision that the Lord is restoring will be a church that you cannot do that and hide and stay there. In the power of God as we have read it. Praise God. The works of the body. That is where we are going. That is the work God is doing in these last days. But the concern is this should be the season. Because the tears are ripe. We see the tears. Ripe. What about now the wheat? It should be ripe that much. The world is ready for harvest. And we must be ripe. As Brother Bram said many times, he was quoting another preacher who said, if God does not burn this generation, destroy it for him to be just. He has to raise Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize for doing that. To be equal, to have a, a fair judgment. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church. I believe the Lord has spoken to you. This ought to provoke our, our zeal. Our devotion. Our faith. Our prayer life. It ought to tell if you are a true bride. It ought to cause you say. Lord take all the world out of me. And fill me with your goodness. And take over my whole being. I want to walk with you. Do not pass me by. Help me to manifest you. Help me to be transformed. To be more like you. Mold me and make me. After thy own will. Amen. Amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me. After thy will. Well, oh!
shoulder and still have thine own way Lord have thine own way search me and try me master today white as snow wash me just now as in thy praises humbly I bow have thine own way Lord have thine own way wounded and weary help me I pray power oh power surely is that touch me and heal me Savior divine have thine own way Lord oh have thine own way hold off my being absolute Fill with thy spirit Till all shall see Christ's holy always Living in me From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sin. The name of thy Lord shall be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the sin. Oh, the name of thy Lord shall be praised The name of the Lord shall be praised. The name of the Lord shall be praised. From the rising of the sun to the condemn of the saint. The name. Oh, thy Lord shall be praised. Jeva, who 
glory dim soul is near. Heaven's powers are shaking, and many armies take me, cause meaning to be on the sky. God changes the power that's shaking this hour. The day already soon is near. Oh, the day already soon is near. Hands are failing for you. Be filled with the Spirit. Your lamps green and clear. Look up, your redemption is False prophets are lying, God's truth they are denied. That Jesus and Christ is our God. Though this generation spans God's revelation, we will walk where the apostles are drawn. Hallelujah. The day of redemption. God's hearts are failing for fear. Be filled with the Spirit, your lamps will Look up, your redeemed soul. Oh, the day of redemption. Yeah. Are failing for fear. Be filled with the Spirit, your lamps streamed and clear. Look up, your redemption soul is near. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church. I believe God has spoken to your heart. With your church in your house. There is something about a church in the house. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, your children, Lord, let that example that I have given. There are many others, I believe. Right now, who are with us in the service. Although we are not in one geographical place. We are not in the one building, same building. But we are all in Christ Jesus. And we are in one spiritual church. Father Lord, I believe you have spoken to them. And I pray for them, Lord that the Spirit of the Lord will work in their lives to manifest every one of these promises that we have preached and read. Granted, Father, bless them, Lord. Fight all the battles. Provide to them. Heal the sickness. And protect them from against Against plagues, pestilences, protects your children. 
and bless them. Fill them with your spirit. Anoint them, Lord God. Let their lamps be trimmed and burning. Oh, grandfather, we need you, Lord. Bless your name. Glorify your name. Commit this day and this week before you. Take us through every moment. Every hour, every moment. We need you. Grandfather, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.